Hello everybody, it's your girl Aharo and your girl Halima and welcome to Let's, Let's Talk, Talk Bantus. All right, so it is season two and you know we got to go back and refresh you guys on the very first episode that we ever dropped, which was our mental health episode. That was the first mm-hmm. one, right? Yeah, that was. Yeah, so we're just going to, it's it's been like almost a year now because we dropped that in March. Oh, shit. Yeah, Ooh, girl. It's already coming back around. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, obviously, as you grow, you evolve and you learn new things. I mean, everything that we learn, we want to share with you guys. We experience new things in life as well. Back then, you know, we'll just get into that later. But we're going to have Halima. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. But we're going to have Margaret Halima read us our disclaimers. Um, So, quick disclaimer. um, This podcast today is going to be about mental health. And we just want to let you guys know that these podcasts are not a replacement for healthcare or therapy. If you or someone you know is is suffering from a mental illness, please visit your doctor. And if you or someone you know is experiencing suicidal thoughts, please call 911 or the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. Or I would prefer calling them before Mm -hmm. the police um, at 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255. Their lines are open 24-7. All their calls are free and confidential. Mm-hmm. And if that if that's not enough, then please, you know, visit an online therapist at an app called BetterHelp. Um, it's far cheaper than, you know, therapy for real, for real. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yes. Woo. Thank you for that. You're uh, <clears throat> so you guys can just pause, take a minute to listen to that, go back and listen to it. Um, so we want you guys to understand that a lot of times people, when they listen to podcasts, they really like kind of replace that with therapy, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, it's therapeutic, but it's not enough, you know, because a lot of us, we're not licensed. Mm-hmm. So when we give you guys advice or say certain things, it's not enough. You need to go beyond that and, you know, get your own help. Okay. Okay. Where do you take mental health? conversations once you opened up with how are you feeling i've decided that the next step to asking somebody how are you feeling is follow-up questions you know you don't just ask somebody like hey how are you feeling and they say to you like oh you know i'm kind of feeling kind of down kind of sad like, i'm yeah. going and, and that's all people give you afterwards like, like dang. dang you don't really know what to say afterwards you're just like dang what did i just you know this, this is a lot to take in so here is some follow-up questions. And me and Halima are just going to give you guys, like, kind of a conversation that you can have with your loved ones, that you can have with your friends, your families, anybody. So this is kind of how, what you do after you ask somebody, hey, how are you feeling? Okay? First thing I will ask you, Halima, is how has your view of mental health problems changed over the last few years? Mm, I think... I guess things have been a little bit more complex. Things are things have never really been black and white. Mm-hmm. You know, everything does have a little bit of gray in it. But um, like back in the day, way 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 back, folks thought that mental health was really just like if you're like mentally insane or have an illness mm-hmm. or like there's something really wrong with white you. White coat on. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, honestly, I don't even think I'm kind of subjected to those viewpoints, anyways. But I did really think that. When people talk about their mental health, it was because, like, oh, they're specifically depressed Mm -hmm. or they have bipolar disorder or Mm -hmm. there's something going on. And it's, like, sometimes people don't even have that. You can talk about your mental health and be, like, normal, quote-unquote. Exactly. So I think that a year ago, I still feel like my views are still, you know, a little bit the same. I feel like nowadays it's, like, a lot of 
substances and stuff can really, like, in my opinion, I feel like substances and stuff can really affect those things. Can you let them know what substances is? For those that don't know what substances, we talk about drugs. We talk about drugs, alcohol. alcohol. We talk about things that you can get like addicted to. Even though I guess technically you can get addicted to anything, especially when you're experiencing mental mm-hmm. health issues. Like when you're going through some type of trauma, like the things you go to to like relieve that stress, to relieve that anxiety. Mm-hmm. I've kind of noticed that like a lot of things that people go to aren't things you should go to. Like I guess. Drinking at the time, it makes you feel better at the time. Mm-hmm. But like, mm, are you really okay? Still? <laughs> yeah, like a lot of people try to drown out how they're feeling either by like going to substances or like if they're not going to substances, substances, then they're like putting it into their work or putting mm-hmm. it all into their relationship or putting it all into like one specific thing. Exactly. And it's like, oh my god, heavy on the relationship. You then, can't. then they become a burden to their mm-hmm. significant other because they rely on them so much. And you can't be like that. Like mm. you shouldn't you shouldn't be going like you should have these discussions, but you shouldn't put all of your burdens, all the things that you're going through on like a specific person mm-hmm. or a specific drug or a specific job to like push yourself through. Like mm-hmm. no no no. Don't let other things control your happiness or control like how your mental state is going. Yeah. Period. Okay. So for me, my viewpoint on mental health has changed like dramatically, girl. Um, it's crazy because it changed like when I first like viewed mental health, I always thought like mental health was people that are crazy, people that mm-hmm. have like um the well, you know, people that the well is just basically like their personality like changes and like so mm-hmm. you have to certainly kind of like just kind of like when people have like a dwell like they have like anger issues and mm-hmm. they're like always you have to kind of like almost like be a different person around them mm-hmm. because you know they have issues and you can't say certain things mm-hmm. or they will react certain ways so i always thought it was just kind of like something that somebody was just born with mm-hmm. you know i thought it was just natural and like you just know the people who have mental health issues like oh that guy he's always screaming and yelling he's crazy oh that girl she's always smoking or drinking she's mm-hmm. probably depressed she's like you know so i thought it was obvious that something that you can easily point out mm-hmm. you know okay. but what i've learned is that like oh my god like the Prettiest female in the world that has everything that has everything could be literally depressed, stressed, like has anxiety, like mm-hmm. mental health doesn't have a face. It's just like people you don't even assume. Like, exactly. Like, you know, especially some and I've learned that it really is the people that are the strongest that are experiencing mental health issues, you know, and I didn't know that, which now I'm like, oh, okay, so you can you can experience and sometimes you can experience experience it short term alhamdulillah if you experience it short term that's a blessing you know mm. if it's just a season for you that's a blessing but some people unfortunately it sticks with them throughout their whole life mm-hmm. so they have to learn how to cope with it so that's kind of how my viewpoint on mental health change is knowing that one it's not just something that you know it just comes and goes or whatever like some people it does come and go some people it stays for a long time some people mm-hmm. And it can adapt to come it. back. Exactly. So that's just kind of how it changed. Okay. And my my next the next question you can ask is what is the scale of mental health problems we face today? That's a right. lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, not even to joke around about it, but the people on the internet are mentally ill. Like there is something with like y'all need therapy. 
I feel and like I'm everybody knows. This guy's jokes though, and it's like you're funny, <laughs> but, but you uh, need a therapist. You need therapy. <laughs> Shout out to TikTok because I be on TikTok and like the people on like I feel like also with the internet that people aren't really like authentically themselves on the internet. Uh-huh. Uh, I guess it could go both directions, both extremes, where people are like this and the internet is exactly how they are. But they don't show their true self in like in real life. Mm-hmm. So it's don't like people still personalities though on TikTok. They do. Like why are we all 120 have the same personalities? <laughs> yeah, we are the same fucking person. Literally. And all like, of us are black women. Girl, <laughs> everybody do the little hair thing to the side. Let me not everybody get into, do the whole like let me not get into gay white men. Because sometimes I'll be like, oh, we still in it's something that's going on there. Ridiculousness. But yeah, like people on the internet, either they're like Oh, they're only themselves online, or like they're literally somebody else. They're not the same. Mm-hmm. Like people with fake mental illnesses online to get sympathy. I mean, I even get into that actually. I just thought of something. People Which is on, so sad. People on TikTok and people don't take it as serious if they're like they don't. If they see that people are joking about it or faking it, people on TikTok will pretend they got ADHD and like Tourette's and like all these other disorders and these symptoms of things. Just for sympathy, just for people to be like, oh, damn, I feel so sorry for you. Like, first of all, you shouldn't feel necessarily sorry for people who have mental illnesses. Because... It's such think that they were born with, you know? Yeah, like, like, what the fuck do you mean you're sorry? Why are you feeling pity? Like, this is who I am, for real. Mm-hmm. People live perfect lives, like, you know, going through shit. But not even that, but it's like, why are you looking for sympathy from people? Like... I know about this one girl that pretended she had um, multiple personality disorders, Mm-mm. and she she kept she's been pretending for like a really long time now. Like each of her personalities are like a fake character she made up, just so just for internet clout. It doesn't make any sense. Like why? What goes? You know what? And the fact that that's they, they actually are mental. <laughs> they actually are. They have an illness. Cause ain't no no real cool like human is gonna do that. I mean, so they need if they have a one real thing issue, like, but it ain't that one. It ain't it'll be, the one that made it. It'll be one thing if it's like all this stuff developed from trauma, but it's like people will make it up because they're like, oh, this person filmed their film their um film their experience. I think I could get a viral off of exactly. that too, especially if I play sick. it up a little bit. Sick, 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 sick. So one thing about the one thing about the problems we face today. Is the internet makes it way worse, mm-hmm. way worse. Like, damn, we don't, we don't all have to be going through something. It's okay if you're like quote unquote normal, or if you don't got to deal with too much. Like, that's fine. Right. It's like when people on the internet pretend that they're poor, or pretend they're from the hood. Like, it's okay to have money. Like, we it's don't care. Good to have money. <laughs> like, <laughs> we don't care for real. We don't care. You got Agreed. money, cool. But, like, you don't have to fake this persona. You don't have to pretend you have an illness. You don't got to... We don't even got to talk about how there's people that really have illnesses that people on the internet will be, like... They'll they will say stuff about them that's, like, borderline, like, oh, that's kind of offensive. And it's, like, oh, it's crazy how, like, the Kanye West thing, that man has bipolar disorder. And he be having man, uh, manic episodes. Like, and when he goes in his manic mode... He will be online and he will literally post and say everything. Mm-hmm. And then people will literally hate on him or love on him for like weeks on weeks. And I'd be sitting there like, y'all are doing so much right now. That's how entertainment. It's no. it's not. Like the man is going through something. He be speaking facts sometimes, but yeah, he be going through things. And then these will be the same people who will sit here and preach mental health every day. 
it doesn't make any sense. Like at this point online, on the internet, especially people make mental health like a com- a commodity. Like they make it a game, a trend, a theme. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's serious, friend. Mm-hmm. I mean, she said it all. Y'all are mentally ill. She said it all, okay. Next question. Why do we get mental health problems? Um, how do we external, internal um, factors in life events? How do the external, yeah, external, internal factors and in life events impact you? You got it. I was talking this whole time. Why do we get mental health problems? Honestly, like there's so many reasons to get mental health problems. You can have, you can have. Um, the one that I'm not going to speak on other mental health issues like HDAD, bipolarness, all that stuff, because that's like sometimes it's genetics, mm-hmm. you know. So those those ones I'm not going to get into. Oh, and alcoholism. That's true. Yeah. That's also genetics, you know. So I'm not going to get into those ones. But the ones I can say um, that you don't have to you're, you don't have to have a bloodline of people that had these to experience it is um, for one, I would say anxiety, you know, like um, you can experience so many things in life, such as like. Even when you have failed relationships, like, you know, multiple mm-hmm. failed relationships. Now, when you're trying to go into a new relationship, you have so much anxiety. If your man texts you, he'd be like, yo, Halima, you got anxiety? You're like, shit, what did I do? Like, you know, you just <laughs> mess your phone, like, oh, my God, he said my name. He didn't, he didn't say babe. Like, you know, like, you have anxiety. If my mom texts me, Halima, i would be like, like what's going on? Exactly. You can get anxiety based mm-hmm. off that, you know? Or, um when you know you experience like multiple losses and now like when you get a text saying like from a family member that says halima dot 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 you're like like oh my god why are you like what 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 what?" you know they don't be saying nothing but then like when you're like what and they'll be like oh the food is ready and you know i just had a panic attack i thought something happened you know so that's anxiety that you can definitely experience um from depression you know when you lose a loved one when you lose somebody close to you not even that but like you can have this is so crazy, but you can experience depression just from school. Like, you know, if you failed a test and now you know, like, oh my God, like I just failed this test. I just failed this class. My whole family's not going to be happy with me. And you can't talk to your family because you know they're going to be like, oh my God, like just pass the test or just study harder. You can experience depression from just keeping it all inside you. Like, you know, calm down. Or it's not like, that big of a deal. And it's like, oh my God, you don't know. Because not only like, if I fail this test, not only will I fail the class, but like now I have to explain to financial aid why I took their money and didn't pass the class. And I'm like, so it's like a lot that goes through it and that people so don't understand that can, you know, cause depression, you know, and stress, you know, when you have so much on your plate, when your parents tell you, oh, go pick up the kids from school, go to work, pick them up from work, go do, like you have so many things that you're doing that you just experience the mm-hmm. stress. You're like, oh my God, like I have 10 things to do within three hours. And one thing about stress, it can lead to literally every other issue exactly. in the book. Like, so, you're already stressed out. Now you're depressed, and now you have anxiety, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, like, and all three of those, like, it links to each other. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have depression, you're, you're stressed, and you have anxiety, you know? So you can have all three, honestly. So um, that's, that's why people have these issues, mm-hmm. I would say. And especially, like, trauma. Like, what is it, schizophrenia? It's, like... It's a it's very um, rare, but like most people will develop it in their adulthood, mm-hmm. like and nobody else in your line, like no one else in your family line could have it, and you you would like develop schizophrenia from like a really bad trauma. So yeah, yeah. Shit, things just be happening. 
Um, it's a sick world we live in. How do external internal factors and life events impact us? Um, honestly, like everything that we do every single day impacts us, you know? Like if I decide today, like if I'm I don't want to wake up, I'm gonna just be in my bed today. That's and that's what impacts me because now it's like okay, I didn't do nothing all day. I was just in bed all day and like I didn't go to work, I didn't go to school, I didn't do nothing. That means that I'm behind. I'm behind in my school. I'm behind in my work. I'm behind in my job. I'm behind on things, right? So that's, Mm -hmm. it impacts me. And now I have to try to, you know, rush and try to catch up, play catch up to the ones, the things that I didn't do. You know, losses, huge impact on your life. Um, Everything that I just mentioned beforehand, you know, like Mm -hmm. school, work, your parents, everything has an impact on you. Um, Next question is, why are some of us a higher risk of getting mental health problems than others? Mm, that could really just be, sometimes that could really just be genetics. Mm-hmm. Um, For like us as immigrants, shout out to the immigrants. Ah, um, It's really like, I feel like you don't really notice the, these issues within your parents until you start reading about them. Mm-hmm. Or like, for the most part, I feel like, especially when you're a teenager, all you're focused on is yourself. Mm-hmm. You focused on Halima. So you don't really notice Oh, my mom be having like chronic, like um, what you want to call it? What's her postpartum depression? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, every time she's had a kid, she's been going through it, and you don't think about it until you have a kid, and then you start feeling like getting those same symptoms. Even though postpartum disorder, depression be hitting a lot of women. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the people that are out here actually having kids with baby fathers. <laughs> y'all are y'all are stronger strong. than me. <laughs> Woo! Anyways, let me stop. That was a bad joke. Let me stop. But no, for a lot of people, it's really just genetics. And like for like immigrant households, um, you know your parents been going through stuff. They'll tell you about the wars. Mm-hmm. They'll tell you about the genocides. They'll tell you about what it was like back home. What they had to do to like struggle over here in this country. Mm-hmm. And they'll like make it seem like it was a beautiful. It's a beautiful story. Like yeah, all this happened to me, but now look at me. I'm thriving, and I just want a better life for you. And, like, they don't include the fact that they was really struggling out mm-hmm. here. Their, like, their mental was not at the at the right thing. And, wow, immigrant parents, whether they're Hispanic, African, Caribbean, um, different types of white people, like, immigrant mm-hmm. parents, out of their, like, they're strong as Very hell. Sure. They're strong as hell. They will ignore their issues. For years on years until, like, one day, they don't really got nothing to do. All their kids are grown, and now they're kind of stuck in their own heads, and shit's rough. And you, like, would never know, oh, my mom has been battling depression this Mm -hmm. whole time. And you're sitting there like, damn, I thought I was the only one. And it's like, no. Yeah. The genetics go hard. And if it's, like, if it's not your mom, it's your uncle or your cousin or your grandparents or your great-grandparents. Like, Mm -hmm. especially with alcoholism. Oh, yeah. It could be, like, your uncle's an alcoholic. And it's like not even your mom, just your uncle. He like he took two shots one time and he's never gotten back. And like now you're now you're like sitting there like, damn, I think I may have an issue too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. No, that's definitely true. Pass down trauma. I mm-hmm. feel like that's really what it is. It's it's issues that our people face that they didn't like resolve. They didn't get help on. They didn't because all they had to do was get help. 
for them not to pass it down to us. And since they were not able to get that help, they did pass it down to us because they didn't resolve their issues. You know? Or to even like know that it's an that issue. There's something going on. Exactly. Some of them would just be like, oh, yeah, you're chilling. Like, yeah. you'll be like the first person to mention depression to them. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, yeah, I kind of relate to that. But they'll tell you, man, I'm I'm Gucci. I'm mm-hmm. fine. Looking like, me. I still had, I got married, still had kids. Still mm-hmm. have, so it's like, like, girl, but you're not okay. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, so the people that are higher risk of mental health issues, it's people that have a long list of traumatic abuse within their family, that people mm-hmm. who have drug issues within their like people that have history and with it already. Mm-hmm. Um, another one. Why do we? What do we mean by we all have mental health? If you got a brain, my nigga, <laughs> not my nigga. <laughs> Respectfully, if you got a, if you got a mind. You got mental health. It doesn't have to be something traumatic. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be like like anxiety, like just a normal day to like if you're living the normal day to day life, you have like mental health is come on now. I don't even just even the, 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 the thing I use for stress. Like you know, you got a test coming, mm-hmm. and you know that oh my god, and I have basketball practice after my test, and like you just even something simple. You know, if you're a, you're really really good at school. And you're studying for your test. Why are you studying for your test? You're stressed, you know? So people experience stress day in and day out. That's one thing that I can say everybody has experienced is definitely stress. Mm-hmm. And, like, we all got emotions. We all have feelings. We all have thoughts, moves. We all got things that happened in our lives that impacted us and made us who we are. Mm-hmm. Like, come on now. What they say, what they say, uh, there's no health without mental health. Period. Yeah. Okay. Because it do affect your physical, too. It does. Ugh. Uh, pause. Let's pause for the questions for a minute and let's go ahead and we're going to just add in some affirmations and hadiths for you guys to just let you guys know that mental health is also spoken about or like at least mentioned or some way kind of um, just thought about in the Quran and hadiths and you know Elahi like also has a solution for us as well when it comes to us feeling alone or sad or confused or not understanding what our emotions and feelings are. So we're gonna have Halima go ahead and, and this one is a really, really famous, yep, famous one that I know everybody has heard before and we're just gonna reassure you guys of what it means to us. So from, from Surah Baqarah, um, what is it, verse 286, mm-hmm. Allah does not burden a soul beyond what it can bear. And wow, I was hearing this one so often so when I went through what I was going through, even before then, they'll, they'll throw this one in your face. Mm-hmm. They'll let you know. But yeah, um, you know, alhamdulillah, I really, I feel it. I really understand it. <laughs> the older I get, the more I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like there's nothing that you can go through that, like the things you go through are things that you can not necessarily handle, but like, it's never something that you can't mm-hmm. handle, mm-hmm. you know, especially considering the fact that life c- keeps pushing and eventually you're going to get up and you're going to be like, yeah, I got to I got to make things happen because nothing's going to stop for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I agree for me. Um, the, when I was experiencing things, people were telling me this all the time, too. They were like, oh, you're so strong. A lot is not. But in a soul more than he can bear, uh, mm-hmm. they can bury and um, they can bear, bury. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, to me, like it's it's okay, you know, like that quote to me, it's, it's okay. But the context that is being used in, it's almost like 
girl, don't be sad because you like it when it puts you in this situation anyways, if you can handle it. But okay, but I can still be sad. Yeah. Like, I, can, <laughs> I can still cry. I can still experience, oh like, you know, I can still say, oh my God, Elahe, like, why would you take my breath? Like, you, you can still say those things. It does not mean we mean it. We're not questioning Elahe saying, like, Elahe, why did you, you know, when people say, like, oh my God, why? Like, you know, like, they're not saying, like, Elahe, you suck. Why would you do this? Why would, like, you know, like, they're not doing that. I think you guys just take things the wrong way just because you guys want to be shucks for a minute. You know, and just Don't because you guys want to correct people and you guys, you know, everybody experiences trauma differently. So when somebody is like crying or just expressing their emotions, it does not give you a right to tell them like, hey, here's a big fat ass paragraph on why you should not be sad today that your relative died. Um, Yeah, the craziest thing, the craziest thing for me was when I was at like the burial, like they were literally being put on the ground at that very moment. And I was sitting here crying, you know, tears running down my face, all that. And somebody came up to me and they were like, Halima, God takes God takes away one thing to give you something better. And I said, <laughs> and I looked at dude. This is not the like, right quote, honey. And it's all, yeah, first of all, also, I feel like those are things for like relationships and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I lost a shoe. I'm a kid, like I lost some money. I'm broke right now. Mm-hmm. Or I'm about to get a promotion at my job. That's yeah. the new replacement. I lost you know? the job. I'm going to start up a business. But a sibling that you have, like, a relation you grew up with, like, this cannot be replaced. I wasn't even trying to be mad at him. And I was mid-tears. And I was hearing him say that. And I was like, you niggas cannot be serious. Like, That's not funny. But y'all cannot be. Please don't say that at people's funerals. Maybe give it a couple a couple days, a couple weeks, you know? Not even a couple days. Give it a couple weeks. Right. Just um, send, like, words of affirmation. That's, like, you know... Like, if you but say I love to, the quote. If you say to them, like, Allah does not burden a soul beyond what they can bear, right? And explain to them, like, you know, this is something that you're going through. But guess what? Elahe will not put you in this situation if you were not going to pass it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a few months from now where you're going to be happy. You're going to be smiling. You're going to be in joyful tears. You will be okay. Think about your future. Think about... Like, like say things like that. Don't just slap them with a quote and say, this is what Elahe says, so don't cry. Or stop crying. And also, black or, people cry. Black people cry. Like, you know, this actually somebody who, um, it was during like my grandpa's funeral or whatever, and I was like crying, and they're like, you know, if you're crying, that means your grandpa's gonna suffer in his grave. And like every people tear that, that you too. drop, that means it's gonna like, Elahe is gonna cut him up, or like just oh. crazy dramatic things. And I'm like, what? So I started doing my own research because I'm like, I've heard this growing up all my life, and I never really like, about it because I cried anyway. Anytime somebody died, mm-hmm. but I'm like, let me just do my own research. What is I'm this? Baby I'm like, what is this myth that everybody's talking about? Like, if you cry, every teardrop is gonna affect your um loved ones. So I started looking it up, and there's nowhere, and there's no hadiths. You know, there's no, there's nothing that says that <laughs> don't cry. You know, and that's at a funeral. And Elahe gives you literally three days, three or four days mm-hmm. to cry and like it's, not us venting. You know, like no, <laughs> no offense. This is like. Our personal experiences, if anything, like you mm-hmm. know, but like really, like Elahe gives you time. Like Elahe, you sometimes our community, our culture makes Elahe sound like a stone cold person, and that's why some people don't even want to associate with Islam because of the people y'all do in the religion. Away from religion, the people in the religion, y'all scare people away. Like if somebody told me, like in my in my um religion, you cannot cry if your wife died, you but not cry because then God is gonna punish her because you're sad that He took her away from you. Don't do that. Who the heck is going to want to come join you? <laughs> you know? 
And instead, say, like, you know what? Like, minimize yourself from crying. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay. Think about the good times you have with them. Think about, like, Elahe knows that you can handle this. You know, he, he did not put you in this position because you can't handle Like, you know, you guys need to do better at being there for people because mm-hmm. y'all don't do it right. And also, the thing about that quote that I heard, I used to be a really big crybaby back in the day. I still kind of am. But back in the day, every time I would cry, somebody would have told me, Halima, every time you, if you if you cry again, your dad's gonna die, and I that used to have me so sick. Because <laughs> I was like, what is going on? But with the whole crying thing, it's like I think the thing is that if you're shrieking or like if you're doing too much, especially at the gravesite, mm-hmm. um, that's it's not good. Mm-hmm. But it's more like it, it's not like they're gonna get punished because you're crying. It's more like mm, maybe stop shrieking, like mm-hmm. you're screaming right now. But like you can cry, your tears will come down your eyes. Like it's okay, you're human. I don't think you any, can make a little sound. You can sob a little bit. Nothing like, any human can stop themselves from crying. Like my mom just died, and you want me to like not cry? Like, mm. like what? You know? So it's don't listen to people. They're crazy. Like don't listen to them. Anyways, but that is important to know. Love does not burn the soul beyond what they can bear. I love that quote too. Okay, let's go back to the questions. Um. <laughs> Is mental health um, prevention possible? Mental health, mental ill health. It's just, can you prevent mental health? Like, is, is it preventable? Um, no, I don't think so. I think it's going to happen. Um, as long as people go through traumatic events, as long as people keep, like, life keeps happening, mm-hmm. you're going to you're gonna always have to deal with it. Yeah. Like, you're always going to have to deal with something. I think, more importantly, people should focus on, like, helping others deal with their mental health and being there for people and being better at, like, recognizing when somebody's going through something and being, like, fast about it, too. Like, for the most, a lot of people experience their trauma when they're, like, kids, and that's when things really start developing. And it's, like, for kids, I feel like most people will notice when their kid is acting different. And, like, kids will be going through a lot, and they will not tell you about it because they're afraid to. And it's, like, as long, I feel like when once you start putting it up into your home that you're, like, oh, my kids can talk about whatever they need to talk about, and I'm not going to judge them for it, like, and I'm, and I'm going to protect them, I feel like, you know, getting it quickly will kind of help their mental health later on in life. I mean, stress, anxiety coming on regardless mm-hmm. regardless should just be going on in life yeah. but like really big things like depression like generalized anxiety disorder like if you get those things quickly you can get the kids help um maybe not other things are more like genetic like yeah. adhd and stuff because it's gonna come around yeah but i feel like it's always something that people can you deal do. with and like react to but it's like I don't think it's ever gonna stop existing. Yeah. Because regardless, some people do not deserve to be parents. No disrespect. No disrespect. Like not even I like immigrant parents because you know they they kind of grown up really quickly, so they don't be seeing the issues. But like other people, like our generation now, if you're not a good parent, I'll side at you a little bit. Right. Because you have the tools. Yeah. I thought we was learning, huh? Okay. Be the feeling there's something. That's an issue. That's an issue. Like, you went through what you went through. You remember what your parents were like. Exactly. Don't you not want to be like that? Right. Um, I feel the same way. I don't think you can prevent 
it um, at all. Honestly, I think it's, it's, it's not a matter of prevention. Like when we have like um, mental mental health like um, forums, mm-hmm. and when we have like like just bringing awareness. It's not to say let's put an end to it. It's just to say like, hey, realize that this is happening, so you can help. You know, so it's not really a prevention as like. Um, like you're not trying to pre- like for example drowning that's preventable mm-hmm. you know you can prevent drowning by teaching these kids how to swim like like you know life vests having lifeguards things like that that's preventable but mental health like that's not preventable you can't prevent people from feeling sad from feeling depressed from feeling experiencing traumatic changes but what you can do is give them the resources or let them know that there is resources out there that can help you and that's why people have mental health forums, they have um, awareness meetings and just talking about it and bringing awareness to it. Because if you don't know that there's resources out there, how will you get help? Mm -hmm. And that's the whole point of the awareness. It's bringing attention to these problems that we need help with. Um, Next question. Um, Why is it needed right now, mental health prevention? Why is that needed right now? Maybe not. I don't know about the mental health. I mean, the mental health awareness. Yeah, the awareness. Why yeah, is that yeah. needed right now? I mean, because people are going through it all the time. And I feel like healthy adults make a healthier world. Mm-hmm. And how can we achieve it? Uh, how can we? Just like, like what you said, we need to start killing stigmas like immediately. Um, I feel like a lot of people, most pe- I feel like the people I know, Growing up, they was cool with their parents and stuff, and they was listening to their parents and uncles and aunts and their grandmas and grandpas. But even then, like, at this big age, most people kind of real understand that, like, not everything is like it was 10, 20, 30 years ago. Like, you know, there's a lot of stigmas about mental health, especially in, like, the Black community and, like, the African community. And I want us in our big age to realize there is like there is no stigma. There is no stigma. Mm-hmm. You're not crazy because you're dealing with something because you have a breakdown. Life is hard. People have panic attacks all the time. Yeah. It's not because of you. It's nothing you can really like. As long as we kill away those stigmas, um, we can definitely bring more awareness to it and definitely help people get healthier and deal with their issues better. Because at the end of the day, the call is inside the house. Like if you can't if you can't clean up the home, you are not cleaning up the yard. You're not <laughs> cleaning up the neighborhood. Like you can't do nothing for the world really. And people be wanting to be like leaders. Be okay. wanting to have like real real power over others. And it's like, oh, but you're mm-hmm. messed up. Right. Agreed. Like, um, I believe it's needed right now because a lot of the kids growing up now, like they didn't grow up back the way we did, where we mm-hmm. was outside playing, da da da, and had friends, and we didn't ha- exactly. They don't have a real childhood. They get bullied online. That they get like just it's crazy. Like they don't. So it's it's needed because it's happening a lot, you know. And then it's like the parents that were raising these kids, like they don't know what they were doing as far as like raising a kid to be mentally okay mm-hmm. you know like they didn't provide and to right... navigate the internet exactly you know so i it's it's needed and how can we achieve it it's just bringing awareness talking about it day in and day out i see a lot of like different podcasts being created now that are bringing attention to mental health so that's great so we just need to keep doing that it's bringing awareness to it and we're just gonna go ahead with another hadith oh, you gotta get... um 
And this hadith it's from Surah 93. Um, it is. <clears throat> <laughs> this is um, this hadith says he did not find you an orphan and give you refuge. He found you lost and guided you, and he found you poor and made you self-significant. So as far so as far for the orphan, do not oppress them. As far for the petitioner, do not repel him. As far for the favor of your Lord, proclaim it. Okay. So, um, firstly, when you're feeling lost or troubled, remember remember the countless blessings Allah has given you. In your past, your present, and be grateful. Then secondly, use these blessings Allah has given you to make a positive change in someone's life. Mm -hmm. Whether this be by volunteering or supporting your loved ones and listening to their problems, it will surely help your own mental health. You know, people feel good about themselves when they do good in the world. Mm -hmm. You know, like if I know like, hey, there is a community event going on and they're passing out milk cartons for pregnant women. And I go, mm -hmm. I volunteer, I help pass these milk cards while then they're telling me, like, oh my God, God bless you. Like you're receiving all these good words and that helping your mental health, we don't even know it. You know, you're receiving all these good feedback and all these nice words from strangers. And now you're like, oh my God, I feel so good about myself. You mm -hmm. know, that helps your mental health. When you sit down and listen to your friends and you talk to them and you tell them like, you know what, I got you, everything's going to be okay. You know, you know, you did good in this world. That That's good for your mental health, you know? So supporting people, volunteering, that's definitely something that's good for your mental health. And I feel like um, this hadith is just letting you know, like, you know, Elahe, like he gives you a helping hand, like always depend on him. You know, do you really believe that he will believe, bring you into this earth with nothing? You know, mm -hmm. like those who have nothing, he gives you something, you know, and what what do you do with it? You claim the blessings that Elahe has given you, the favors that Elahe has given you, you know, so yes. Back to our um, questions. Next one is, how can our listeners get involved with spreading the message and lobbying for change? No, but look online. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, there's this website called governmenttrack.us. Well, it's govtrack.us. And they track, like, different bills that pertain to, like, different subjects. They have some for, like, mental health. And, like, there's bills that are being trying to be passed right now to, like, help people with, like, behavioral intervention or, like, Medicare. Oh, oh, can I get some, can we get some free health care up in here? How the hell are countries like the UK and Canada still getting free health care? And I'm still sitting here, like, paying for this shit. Damn, an ambulance cost almost $3,000. Mm. Ain't that sick? That's sick. Y'all, that's really sick. Right. Um, I believe um, our listeners, like, what you guys can do is really just, what we want you guys to take from these um, set of questions is take these, ask your friends. Get your, because some of your friends, like, if you ask them a question, such as, like, um, how has your viewpoint in mental health changed? They're going to be like, huh? No, it's the same. Like, you know, so you can get conversations and see where people are at mentally. See if somebody even knows what mental health really is. You know, so these questions are really important. So our listeners, I want you guys to spread the message by starting these conversations with people that you know mm -hmm. are probably unaware 
you know, so like your parents, your older sisters, your older brothers, people that are born in the 1970s, 1980s and and late 1990s, like, you know, people that are not aware of it, you know, you you can do even like, you know, Hispanic people because they're just like us. And I really taught about mental health, you know, Asians, you know, just anybody that you feel like is unaware of the issue that's going on right now. It's a pandemic. It's a mental health pandemic going on, y'all. And you can even talk to like, you can try to like, oh yeah, heal. Try to heal yourself as well. Try to improve yourself. Cause once you feel like, oh damn, I'm really, every day I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to heal and I'm trying to do better for my kids, my friends, my family. It'll really bring a little bit of, you know, bring some change out to everybody else. Um, talk to your congressman and your councilman, your folks, the people mm-hmm. that you know can like really elicit change in your district, your government. Because uh-huh. um, some of these government officials do not take this shit seriously. There's like a bill right now to like improve the suicide prevention hotline. Um, call them. A lot of people don't see it as like a, an issue we got to worry about right now. But it's like... Mm, no, it's an issue we gotta worry about right now. Cause I never, I don't even remember when America was great, but I'm gonna tell you, it probably was in between the slavery <laughs> and the discrimination. America was never great. But, uh, so I feel like, but, and also those people back then were twisted. They were sick. And they was doing cocaine every day. So why was, why were people even listening to them for mm-hmm. real? It was high off opioids. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking cigarettes in, in the doctor's <laughs> Oh, it's a sick world we live in. And as a, a new generation, I feel like it's really up to us to start pushing for change, advocating for things to, you know, better, you know, you know, get a better tomorrow, whatever they call it. <laughs> All right. So we're going to do another affirmation. Ooh, um, This affirmation is actually not a hadith. It's just... Forgot her name. I probably should have written her name. I forgot her name. I'm sorry. But she is a black woman. And she said, mental health is more than the presence and the absence of emotional states. And to me, that just means that um, mental health is just more than what we think. You know, mental health is more than us thinking like, you know, it's just this person. He's not emotionally available. He's not like, you know, just it's not it's more than just emotions. You know, and I wanted to say to you guys, um, I wanted to give you guys some ways to improve your mental health, and that is to focus on living in the present. Um, don't dwell on the what ifs, the missed opportunities, or the worst case worst case scenarios. Think about what is in your control today, and that is just basically like a lot of times, like your mental health, your mental health state can get worse if you're always dwelling on like. Oh my God, what if I did this differently? Mm-hmm. What if I did that? What if I ate this and not this? Maybe I wouldn't be fat today. Mm-hmm. You know, like fat phobia is a real thing now. People be out here depressed as hell because y'all be calling them fat. Y'all be saying you look better when you was a little girl. You look better two years ago before you got fat, you know? So people mm-hmm. dwell on like, oh my God, what if I didn't eat that last cheeseburger? Maybe I wouldn't be here today, you There's know? a lot of eating disorders. Yes, because of that. So fat phobia and all that stuff is really, really real. You know, people experience that. So Yes, and now gonna have my girl Halima read us the other one. Ooh, okay. So the other one is the reality of faith is knowing that what has passed you by was not was not going to befall you, 
and that what has befallen you was not going to pass you by, Tabrani. So basically with that, it basically means your risk. Hmm? Yeah, you, your provision and your, like, your destiny, basically. Mm-hmm. Is that destiny? Which one? I think it's destiny. Yeah. Yeah, basically your destiny was really was already written down for you before you were even born. So you just got to trust that whatever happened in the past, it was a lost plan. And he will also take care of everything in the future. You just have to have, to have the wisdom to only take care of what is in your control without worrying about everything that could go wrong and trying to be mindful of the present moment as much as possible. I really had to I really had to remind myself that because I'd be stressing myself out. I'd be overwhelmed. I'd be pressed about the future and like I do not be <laughs> I do not be present in the moment. I'll be so stressed about the future and it's like what is that talk out? Mm-hmm. Like you just gotta trust in Allah. You just gotta trust in God. You really just gotta trust in yeah, you just gotta trust in God because literally everything just falls into place sometimes. And, like, you don't even got to stress about it because mm-hmm. it just be fun. Like, do what you got to do. But there's also another author of your life, like, and you're going to be Gucci no matter what. I'd be sitting here in bogus hell, be like, damn, I only got $100 in my bank account. <laughs> I know people got less. But, yeah, I'd be like, damn, I only got 100 I got to worry about, damn, how much gas? I got to buy this. I got to buy that. And it's like, girl, don't even worry about it. You got a job, don't you? The money going to come back. Mm-hmm. And surprisingly, even when I didn't have a job, when I was in college, up in my up when COVID was freshing on fire, and niggas and niggas was closing down the gym every other day, so I didn't really have a job. Money was still coming in. I we made that happen. I made that work somehow because I was still getting the bills were still getting paid, per. and that's really what it is. That's like the bill, per. you know, you know, <laughs> no matter where, like things are gonna happen for you. You never should really stress about things. Um, you just got to be patient. Just got to trust in God. Got to be patient. And it'll all work out. Indeed. Period. And the last one that we're going to leave you guys out with is your your provision was written b- down before you were even born. So trust that whatever happened in the past, it was part of Allah's plan. And he and he will also take care of you in the future. Oh, I still that. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Had the vision to only take care of what is in your control without worrying about everything that could go wrong. Try to be mindful of the present of the present moment as much as possible. And it's just it's self-explanatory. You know, Elahe already has a plan for us all. Elahe has already written something for all of us. Um, so when you are in a moment where you're feeling like everything is gonna go just terrible. Always remember that there is always a light at the end of the tunnel. It's not the end. You got to keep fighting. You got to keep pushing. You know, if you give up, you will never see what's at the end of the tunnel. You know, so you have to have faith in mm-hmm. Allah. You cannot say like, oh my God, I just have a shitty job, shitty husband, shitty kids, shitty everything. My life is over. It's not. And I has a plan and mm-hmm. there's a way out. There's, you're never stuck. You're never, ever stuck. There's a way out, you know? There's a way in, there's a way out, and you will get out of whatever situation that you are in because Elahe has written that for you. Everybody has a good story. You just have to fight it. If you And, you know, Elahe gives us free will. So if he has written a good story for you and you decide that you want to take another route, Elahe cannot tell you, oh, don't do that. You know, Elahe cannot, we cannot all be good. 
it's free will. You decide what you want to do with mm-hmm. it. You know, if you if it has put you in a situation and you want to turn your back on him and you want to go a different route, your story is written both ways, you know? So it's, it's it's all up to you at the end of the day. If you want to persevere and push through and see what life has written for you, I would suggest y'all do that. That's the best way is just putting your trust and faith in God. And, mm-hmm. you know, so thank you guys for listening to this episode of mental health. Um, this conversation does not stop here. We are going to constantly have these conversations, these talks, and all these stuff because it's very important to speak about this. And um, yeah, Halima, you want to add anything? I'm back, y'all. I've been gone for like four episodes. She literally was. She's <laughs> abandoned us. Can y'all believe that? Like the I'm last four episodes, she has not been here. She don't want y'all. Okay. I I don't even know. I've been feeling real overwhelmed. This. How have you been doing lately, actually? Girl. I've been really overwhelmed. But <laughs> you know, I've been I've been okay. Like I would say I've been okay mm-hmm. because um Shelly got a business. Rashella. Don't forget to say that. Y'all be throwing around evil eye and that's why I'm breaking out right now. <laughs> so yeah, mashallah. Yeah, it's it is overwhelming, but you know, honestly, I think because I have such a good team, like you guys are mm-hmm. like so supportive. You guys like push me every single day you know Mm -hmm. so if i i would like if i didn't have a team i would probably be dropped dead somewhere girl you know but no i'd be there somewhere i'm telling y'all but i think that because i have such great friends that i'm Mm -hmm. okay and i do like push through because i have great friends and a lot of times it can get like very very like overwhelming because of like just how many people expect you to be okay and how many people mm-hmm. be like, oh, it, ha- it happened in the summer now. So it's like your situation is like done with. So you should be okay. But it's like, it's, I'm not done with it. You know, I haven't like, mm-hmm. I don't know how, I don't know. People expect me to just like move Chilling. on from it, you know? And it's like, I can't, you know? So it's like yesterday I did go to a wedding. And when I was at that wedding, everybody was asking me about my brother. And I was like, I just left my home to get away from that. You know, I Mm -hmm. don't. And I'm not trying to be rude. I'm not trying to be like, don't ask me about him. But it's like, if you want to know about him, ask me on your your own free time. Mm -hmm. Don't ask me when I'm like at a party or something, you know. Trying to get lit. Like, I'm going to be I'm crying. It's like, okay, now you just messed up my makeup, you know. So that's my only issue with this whole healing situation. Mm -hmm. Is that people only take the opportunity when they see you out to speak to you about situations. And it's Mm -hmm. like, that doesn't make me feel like you're genuine. It just makes me feel like you see me and now you're being nosy you just want to know like what's going on you know so it's like that is just the fake love Mm -hmm. is what i do i also receive that i don't really tolerate it's like don't ask me when i'm at the grocery store shopping like it's just you want me to cry in the middle of me buying food like you know don't ask me you know text me call me like i'm all over social media you guys Mm -hmm. all like you know it's not hard to get in contact with me if you care about me don't wait and so Mm -hmm. you see me outside or you see you know like if in the comfort of my home, I can cry. But if I'm out in public, now I'm going to be driving home shaking, thinking about, like, you know, so I don't really like that. That's the only thing that's been kind of bothering me is that it's the fake love and the fake, like, people that see me outside. Like, I know the people who care about me because they check up on me when they can and all that stuff. So I know the people who care. So other than that, I've been okay. And y'all go support my spa business, though, okay? Yeah, I hotter the your cosmetics, <laughs> okay? Support that. I've been I've been so grateful. Y'all don't know how much Halima has done for me, okay? Y'all, y'all better put your money in, though. Come Nobody's, on. We're literally not kidding. Come on. We got about, like, 20, 20 or 30 items. I'm going to say just 20, honestly. We ran out of edge control lashes and the small the edge control went away so quickly like that was gone i, I came back so somebody was fast. like where's your edge control i'm like on the set where's the edge control <laughs> it took like <laughs> it took 
like seconds for that to run out. But that's good. So I'm like, okay, y'all like edge control. You know what? Like it's it's really hard to find a good edge control. It is. So I'm glad that y'all. I like didn't it. get any because I didn't think about it. Well, guess I didn't what, think sis? Through. It's restocking. So. <laughs> When's the V stock? Let them know. End of this month or early March. Yeah, get your Her. get your get your stuff figured out. So we tell us, cream of nature. Period. Like and boost edge, like edge boosters, like all that stuff. Throw them to the trash, honey, because you got a hot a hot Dior edge control. Edge and I'm the queen of edges. Like y'all see me, I always have my edges done. Y'all want to know the secrets? I'm gonna tell y'all. My edge control. <laughs> Period. Tell you tell me how you are. So we take you been you ditched us, so you give us the tea. Um, honestly, I've been just trying to finish, you know, finish my classes for okay, real estate. I'm very, I'm a big procrastinator. But the thing about y'all see my system, she's trying to get into the entrepreneur world. Okay, yeah, it's real estate I'm over here. But I'm a really big procrastinator, and I've always been like my whole life. But like in high school, it did not matter. I was still passing. In college, eh, I was chilling. But, but, like, when you start getting to real world things, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to do it later. And I'm going to do it later. Pass. And then never, d- it's been six months. Yeah. <laughs> I've been in that course for six months. It don't fly in the real world. <laughs> and I finished, like, I finished, did it one test, and I got, I think, two more to go. So I've been trying to pay attention to that. But I can't, I'm, I'm very easily distracted. And me, I like to take my time, because in my head, I'm like, girl, it's not. It's not too much to worry about. And I sleep. Chill. Like you have time. I'd be like, i be like, I can't hang out, guys. I have some. I have class, and then I don't even hang out. I just, <laughs> I don't even do the class. I go to sleep. You're terrible. Shout out to all the people that be texting me and calling me and stuff. I'm not popping, but my phone be looking like I'm popping, and that's because I do not open any messages. Yeah, she literally I, doesn't. She will respond three I days later, and she'd be like, Oh, I didn't text you back. Like, no, honey, <laughs> if you want to reach Halima, text her in three apps, okay? <laughs> text her on Instagram, she don't reply, okay? Snapchat, she don't reply, text her on her phone. Now she feel like, okay, something must be up. One thing for <laughs> sure, she don't respond. one thing for sure, if you call me, I'm, I'm, I'll am i pick up. I'm yeah, she'll pick upset. up her phone call. I'm going to be upset because I don't like talking on the phone. That's That really be the only way to speak to me. Yeah. My issue is, like, on Instagram, I really don't respond because... Instagram notifications will tell you the whole damn message. And I'll read it off of my notifications, and I'll be like, oh, I'm going to respond later. No, you don't. Exactly. And, and then three months co- go by. But right mm-hmm. now, I'm off of social media just to, you know, focus on you. Yeah, focus on my classes. Um, I feel like I, I'm really bad at, like, hanging out with people, being on social media. I don't even know what I'm doing in life right now. <laughs> When you, when you come back, you're going to come back with a banger. Because she dropped the banger and then left us. Okay. Yeah, I did. <laughs> but, but, yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening. I just want to say shout out to Halima because I got a sore throat. And she just gave me some cough drops that helped me. And I, feel, As I should. I feel a lot better. But I'm going to go buy some more because I felt that was really good. It's just, it, it's staying in your mouth. It kind of, like, do. I still, you. I still feel mine. I used to eat, like, um, Ricola. I think that's what it's called. Them little lozenges, I used to eat them for fun. Yeah, they I'm gonna go grab some more now. I like that. But thank you, sis. And thank you guys. Ah, see y'all later. Thank you for tuning in. Maybe.